0: Hello Hacker Public Radio audience, my name is Mr X and welcome to my second podcast in soldering. Uh, Hopefully it hasn't been too long since you heard the first part and uh, you've managed to gather together all the bits and pieces uh, that I mentioned in the last podcast. Uh, This podcast can going to be a bit more free-flowing than previous podcasts so I may tend to ramble a bit and uh, um and oh and things like that so I apologise in advance. Uh, I don't really know how this is going to work, because I suppose really ideally it should be done uh, with a video camera or, and or at least taking pictures, but I thought I'd just have an attempt at uh, talk through shoulder joints, making a shoulder joint. Okay, so I've got everything gathered together ready to try some soldering. Uh, I thought today we would talk about how to uh, how to keep your soldering iron clean and uh, how to produce a good joint. and. Probably the most common thing you'll do is uh, remove a, a wire from a circuit board and reattach it perhaps or perhaps join two pieces of wire together or maybe uh, fit a simple component such as a resistor onto a circuit board, something like that. We'll, we'll, we'll try going through that sort of thing. Okay, so what have I got here? I've got uh, I've got my soldering iron in front of me, which you can let stand. You uh, hear that satisfying click? Ah, marvellous. Right, okay. Now, and uh, we also have a, a solder sponge. Uh, small wire cutters. Uh, I've actually got a pair of long nose pliers that can kind of be handy sometimes. I've got a pair of tweezers. And I've got an eyeglass. Because I've got wonky eyesight these days. <laughs> right, oh, oh, I'm not forgetting, of course, the most important thing I've got to... Multi-core flux impregnated solder, one oh, and, a, c- and uh, a few resistors as well, just to try soldering those. Okay, so the first thing you need to do is is obviously uh, switch on your soldering iron. So we'll do that now. Okay, and I'll set it mine to 330 degrees, and it's now reading 65 degrees, and i will start climbing. Obviously, we and not heating up. Yep, that's hot already. <laughs> Not at temperature though. Right. I'm just waiting that heating up. The soldering iron now up to temperature. In fact, it's reading 369 degrees, but uh, that'll come back down again and stabilise in a few seconds. Ah, that's uh, dropping down now. Right, OK. <coughs> so, before you start, the first thing that's important is your soldering iron has to be clean. Now, when I look at my soldering iron, the tip's lovely and shiny. It, it, uh, yours should be the same. Uh, if it isn't, then... Uh, we can you can tin we call tin the soldering iron or tin the tip uh, or wet the tip whichever way you want whatever you want to call it what that entails doing is you basically uh, cover the tip in solder uh, let it sit a bit a few seconds uh, so it's all covered just a wee bit and rotate the iron so so it goes all the way around the thing and then wipe it off Okay, and it's a lovely, lovely clean silver tip. If you haven't got a temperature-controlled iron, or a thermostatically controlled iron, then you may find your iron runs a bit hot and it may be a bit black and not very easy to keep clean. But uh, that's, that's one of the problems with with non-temperature-controlled irons, I'm afraid. Um, okay, so, that's that nice and clean. Okay, so the secret to soldering is flux. You can get flux in, in various formats. You can get uh, wee bottles of f- liquid flux. I remember seeing uh, these all over the place at my work in the early days when I was doing soldering. Uh, you can also get. Uh, I remember they also came in kind of metal tins, small metal tins, which you could uh, dip your, your iron into. But uh, none of that is really necessary for the home user. You just need um, you just need the uh, multi-core. Flux impregnated solder, and I guess that um, most of the solder you get these days in the shops will be multi-core flux impregnated solder. Now, the thing about that is that when you apply solder to the tip of the iron, the flux very quickly burns off, and in less than twenty seconds it's burnt off, and, and then it's useless again. So you've only got twenty seconds. Well, probably, really, should, you should—you've only got a few seconds to tell you the truth. Okay, first of all, make sure your the the soldering sponge is wet. And basically, just run it under the tap till it's uh, soaked through, and then uh, wring it tight. And t- I mean it really shouldn't be dripping with uh, with water and like just just sort of damp, really. I guess you know, ring it out reasonably tight, and then place it in the uh, in the soldering stand. <coughs> so right, there are six steps to soldering, and it really doesn't matter what kind of soldering job you're doing, whether whether you're attaching. A wire onto a circuit board, or attaching two pieces of wire, or perhaps fitting a component onto a circuit board, the, the, the six steps are exactly the same. So step one is, uh, that you uh, add a tiny bit of solder onto the tip of your iron. Step two, wipe it off on the sponge. Step three, add another tiny bit of solder onto the tip. Step four, apply the soldering iron tip to the joint you're trying to make. Wait a few. Wait a few seconds till the till the joint starts to melt, and then keep adding wee pieces of small bits of solder until you think you've got enough. But the important thing is that uh, once you add the last piece of solder to the joint, you really once the moment you take the solder away from the joint, you really should try to take the soldering iron away from the joint. Maybe you a know, another 2 or 3 seconds after you've removed the solder. So you always take the sol- you know, always add a little bit of solder, take the solder away and then within a second or two remove the soldering iron because the flux in the joint will will uh will be burnt off and prevent you from crea- creating a good quality joint. And that's the main reason why you end up with a a see a dull joint or a a sort of lumpy joint or something like that is because there was no flux, it all burnt away. And if you find that that's happened, all you need to do is heat the joint up again, uh, add another bit of solder, and within a second or so, remove the soldering iron before that flux burns off. It's amazing how little solder you actually need to freshen a joint up. Just, just a small amount is all that is required to freshen that joint, if it is a, indeed a bad joint. Obviously you can go, you can go mad and have a big blobby joint but uh, at least your big blobby joint will be clean and shiny and uh, and not dull and uh, and spiky. Also when you take the soldering iron away from the joint you, you want to do it fairly quickly because if you do it too slowly again it can pull spikes off the joint but that's far less likely if you follow the, the guide that you apply the last bit of solder and then fairly quickly take the joint oh, the soldering iron away within a second or so of, of the last piece of solder that you add so you, so you can keep repeating this as much as you like in, until you get a good joint uh, until you get the required amount of solder on a joint I should say uh, it's when you, you linger on the joint and you haven't put any fresh solder on that you end up with lumpy dull joints that, that, that's basically the secret um, I, I, to a lesser extent confidence helps but but much less than you would think and uh you know when you uh, when you take the soldering iron away from the joint, uh although you should do it reasonably quickly, you know, you don't need to fly away from the joint, um but you certainly don't want to take it away very slowly or you'll end up with lumps. The first thing we need to do is remove a wire from a circuit board, and I, I've just basically attached a a piece of wire to a a piece of uh, perf board, uh, which is uh, or breadboard, uh, whatever you want to call it. It's basically consists of um, copper strips that run in one run in one direction with uh, gaps between the strips and holes, obviously, for the components to fit through from the top. Um, so we basically take that and out. Step one. Um, wipe on the, apply a little bit of solder first of all to the soldering tip. Uh, wipe it on the soldering sponge. Apply another piece of solder to the tip. Okay, heat the joint. Remove the, the wire. Apply a little bit of solder to the to the joint and remove the soldering iron. There you go. Obviously put the soldering iron back in its stand. That's p- produced a, a good good joint there. So the, the, the soldering iron stays on the joint the whole time and, and, and it's the last thing to be removed. And as I say, really it should be removed within a second or so if you're removing the solder from the joint. Uh, obviously, I mean, you can take as long as you like uh, heating the joint other than you may destroy the um, the component if it gets too hot and you may... Uh, lift the copper track from the circuit board um, if it gets too hot that's the other danger of course but uh, other than that you know, it's not a race the only, the only thing you have to be quick with is that you take the soldering iron away from the solder joint within a second or so of removing the solder ok so that, that's uh, removing a wire from a circuit board to attach a wire to a circuit board it's the same sort of process you basically Wipe the soldering iron. Apply a little bit of solder to the tip. Okay. Uh, heat the joint. Place the solder. Place the wa- wire onto the the joint. Place the iron maybe on top of the, the 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 wire to hold it in place. Apply a little bit of fresh solder to the joint. Hold the wire and take the soldering iron away. And there you go. A fresh joint. You really should avoid. If you can, although it's not always possible to, you know, some people create a joint by applying quite a bit of solder to the soldering iron, um, heating the joint up, and it kind of flows onto the joint and taking it away. Uh, the trouble with that is that um, by the time the solder flows around the joint, um, a lot of the flux can be burnt off the joint, and hence when you take it away, uh, you end up with a, a joint that's either dull or, or lumpy or whatever. I guess if you do it quick enough, you can almost get away with that. And sometimes you have to do it because you, you know, you haven't got enough hands to hold everything in place when you're applying the solder. But when you're doing it that way, um, and which is not the best way to do it, then, then you've really got to be quite quick. Because um, obviously, you know, you, you put the solder on the on the soldering tip, and it's burning away. And then you put it onto the joint, and you then you and the heat's up, and it's still all burning away. And then you apply the the, the put the wire into the joint, and it's still burning away. And finally, you take the soldering iron away. By this point, it's been sitting on on the joint and the iron for you know several seconds, uh, maybe even longer. Right. So that's a wire attached to the to the circuit board. I'll just take that joint back off again, heat it up. Okay, we've got a bit fresh solder to the joint. Take it off, wipe that. your tip should always stay clean you should always be working with a a clean shiny tip um, on your iron Okay, so let's imagine I'm going to join two pieces of wire together I've got uh, one piece of wire here a second piece here now I guess usually you would be working with multi-core wire as opposed to single strand wire which is quite rigid and if it's multi-stranded it's probably worthwhile um, tinning the wire before you attach the two pieces together. So I'll just uh, tin this piece of wire and how you do that is you basically hang it over the edge of your desk and pick up your soldering iron and uh, add a wee bit of solder to your soldering tip of course Okay, wipe it off, add a wee bit more solder to the tip, hold the wire with your index finger, start at the back of the joint and heat the wire up with the soldering iron, after a few seconds apply a little bit of solder and with the solder and the soldering iron tipped follow along the whole length of the wire until you get to the end and that will coat the whole wire and then take both away. Just the soldering iron clean again, put it back in the stand and that then coats the wire, um, tins it, coats it in solder so that when you're trying to work with a thing it doesn't all splay out and uh, get in a bit of a mess. Now, uh, I tend to make a, a 90 degree bend on the bare wire end on both pieces of wire. I'll do that with this one and with that one. Okay, two ninety-degree bends in the wire. <coughs> then I push. Then I sit one on top, one top of the other, and then I, I rotate both in opposite directions to, to kind of lock the two together. And, um, and then it, it perhaps give it a wee twist just to bind the two together. Um, that twist the two pieces to t- the two pieces of wire together okay hang over the edge of the desk like last time so you've got a mechanical uh you should really if you're always try and get a mechanical joint before you you solder so obviously by twisting them together you've got this this mechanical joint um okay take the soldering iron out with a wipe apply a bit of solder to the tip finger on the uh, wire, um, apply a little bit of heat to the joint apply some fresh solder remove the soldering iron clean the tip of the soldering iron back on a stand and there we have it a, a clean tidy joint, now you, you may find you you know that you've got some loose ends from that bit that you, the piece you folded over uh, you can trim these with your wire cutters if you like just do that now there we go um, of course i forgot to mention heat shrink sleeving, and uh, you know you're often making up a cable and uh, you'll attach the wires or whatever and then you think ah where's the heat shrink and you forgot to put it on so then you have got done solder it all again then put the heat shrink on and then resolder it so, so remember to put the heat shrink on first um, in place slide it over the joint if you've got a heat gun use that if not use the old toaster technique that I mentioned in the previous episode uh, unfortunately I don't have a, a toaster here to hand to uh, to demonstrate that ok so that's joining two pieces of wire together we can try uh, soldering a resistor onto onto the uh, printed circuit board or piece of perf board that I've got here. So turn the perf board over so you so that it's on the uh, the non-copper side. Uh, sit it on the board so you can work out where the uh, where you need to p- where you need to put the the, uh, the legs through. And try and set the, so- the component kind of halfway between the two holes that it needs to pass down through. Keeps it nice and neat. And then, what I like to do is I take my sm- small-nosed pliers I've got here and just go back a little bit from the hole that I'm looking for. Grip it and bend it bend the one leg 90 degrees down. Okay, so that's one leg bent 90 degrees. Then I can place that into one of the holes in the circuit board to check that it sits okay then have a, then have a look to see where the second hole is going to be and remember you've already l- lined it up halfway so it should be quite equally spaced so again I'm going to put my uh, small nose pliers just p- before the hole grip it, take the component out again and bend it again through 90 degrees that's it, and now the component's got nice two neat bends in it I mean, you don't need to do that, you can just pass it through and and pull it through, but you end up with a neater job if you do it this way and then place the component back into the two holes that you previously uh, had it in you should line up, hopefully now of course you're you're, kind of running out of um, hands here to hold the component in place while soldering it, aren't you? So what you can do is I'm holding the, the board in one hand and using my index finger to hold the resistor in place uh, turn the board over lift the end of the solder up so that I can put a little bit of solder onto the, the tip of the iron take the iron out of its stand apply a little bit of solder to the tip wipe it off Apply another fresh bit of solder onto the tip, a bit more this time, and heat up one of the joints where the resistor is for a few seconds and take it away. Now you'll find you'll have made uh, probably a, a, a rather messy j- joint there, it's just been what they call tacked on, but that doesn't matter because it now holds the component in place. Now I'll, I'll wipe the solder off the soldering iron. Okay. Now that it's held in place I can take my solder, take my soldering iron, take it out of the stand, wipe it, apply a little bit of solder to the tip, wipe it off, apply some fresh solder, go to the other end of the of the of the resistor, apply the tip between the uh, track and the leg of the component. So that he's heating both things up and after a few seconds apply a bit of heat on the other side of this, the leg. Keep applying wee bits at a time, all the time holding the soldering iron on the joint. When you think you've got enough, take the solder away and remove the iron. Wipe the iron clean back in the stand. So as I say, you can keep adding wee dabs of solder if if you like as as you keep the iron on the joint the whole time. Um, until you, so you think you've got enough solder. The important thing is you take the iron away last and you do it within a few seconds of adding the last bit of solder. I can't stress that enough really. Okay, so we'll just uh, cut the, the top of this leg off. One, okay. And uh, the first joint that you made it's actually all lumpy and a bit, me- well, lumpy and messy. It doesn't have enough solder on it. Um, we can fix that. So, take the soldering iron out. Uh, Wipe the tip, oh sorry, apply a wee bit of solder Wipe the tip Some more fresh solder on the tip Onto the joint that was messy, first joint Heat up a few seconds, add a wee bit of solder A wee bit more solder, that seems to be enough Take that iron away And that's produced a nice tidy clean joint I just cut the, the end off the component, and that's it. it. And really, that's all there is to uh, to soldering. Um, it's it's far less about skill than you would think. It's uh, it's the, the, it's just down to the fact you have to have flux on the joint, and there's, there's more than enough flux in, in, in multi-core. Uh, solder to do that, you know, you don't need bottles of flux, as I said earlier, or anything like that. You must take the soldering iron away from the joint within a few seconds of adding the last piece of solder. That's the most important thing of all. Con- con- conclusion Well, I don't know how this has worked, and I may have rambled a hell of a lot, I hope you enjoyed it, and, uh It'll give soldering a, a go. It's the sort of thing you don't do very often, probably, but uh, it's certainly a very handy skill to have. Show notes for this podcast are available at HPR, include a list of relevant links and further information. I can be contacted at MrX at HPR at GoogleMail dot com. That's m-r-x-a-t-h-p-r, The at symbol, Google Mail. Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs Unless otherwise stated Today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution, Share Alike read us our license.